Are you passionate about your professional future but not sure what's next? The Ohio State University Fisher College of Business can take your education and career to the next level with its highly ranked Working Professional MBA. With flexibility to earn a degree entirely on campus, online, or a mix of both, an MBA from Ohio State is more accessible than ever. To get started, visit go.osu.edu slash WPMBA. The Ohio State University Max M. Fisher College of Business, where principled leaders are created.
battles. I need you to stand before me. My enemies are too strong. Then you call on Jehovah El Shaddai. It's something about the name of Jesus. You got to know the name of Jesus. You got to rely on the name of Jesus. You got to breathe the name of Jesus. You got to preach the name of Jesus. You got to speak the name of Jesus. You got to prophesy the name of Jesus. You got to pray in the name of Jesus. It's something about the name. Rosa Because when I call on the name of 
go wrong, when things begin to get tough, when people begin to change their minds, you know, people are fickle. People change their minds and people say one thing and do another. But when I begin to call on the name of Jesus, things have to come into position. Things have to come into alignment. Things have to begin to move. Things have to begin to move in place. When I call on the name of Jesus, no matter when they won't, they don't want to do the right thing. But when I call on Jesus' name, my God, they have to move. They have to obey. They have to line up. Because when I call on the name of Jesus, what I'm doing is I'm Are you ready to learn the business skills you need to accelerate your career? The Ohio State University Fisher College of Business is now offering its highly ranked working professional MBA entirely online. Whether you choose to attend on campus, online, or a mix of both, you're in control, balancing the demands on your busy schedule. Don't wait. Start your personalized MBA journey this fall. Visit go.osu.edu slash WPMBA to learn more and apply. The Ohio State University Max M. Fisher College of Business, where principled leaders are created. Nothing ruins a perfectly good grocery haul like surprise fees. That's why Kroger has free pickup so you can get what you need and none of the extra charges you don't. Simply head to the Kroger app and start your cart and enjoy the perks of picking up groceries and household items without hidden fees. Now, the only surprise will just be how amazing that new flavor of ice cream tastes. Kroger, fresh for everyone. $35 $35 order minimum restrictions may apply. Subject to availability. My father's voice is louder than my voice. Uh, and now I'm walking in my kingdom, uh, my kingship. Uh, and I'm decreeing, declaring a thing. Uh, and I'm calling that thing in. Uh, I'm pulling that thing forth. Uh, I'm believing my faith. Uh, and I know that whatever the Lord said, that it's mine. Uh, I know whatever the Lord said that I can have. Uh, all I got to do is call on his name. Uh, all I got to do is be in position there. All I to do is obey him. All I gotta do is seek him. All I gotta do is follow him. All I gotta do is love on him. All I gotta do is just fear him. All I gotta do is just call on the name of Jesus. I ain't gotta get down. I ain't gotta get too rough with it. All I gotta do is say Jesus. 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 In the name of Jesus. Because it's in the name of Jesus. Because it's something about the name. And when you give the name, and you're living in the name, and you believe it in the name, and you're thinking in the name, and you're sleeping in the name, and you're praying in the name, and you're doing all things in the name of Jesus that's right unto him, he begins to answer you. It's something about the name, y'all. I'm excited. Because yesterday we talked about a good name. It's better than silver and gold. But see, I know a name that's better than silver and gold and all that. His name is Jesus. So guess what? If you haven't never tried them, all you gotta do is just call them up. Call them up. You know, back in the day, the saints would say, call them up. Call them up. He's on the main line. He's not on the second line. He's not on the sale line. He's not on the back line. On the other line, but he's on the main line. Anytime somebody's on the main line, that means that it's in, he's, in, he's, in, he's, he's right there, meaning that he's first priority. That anything after is secondary. Anything after is third and fourth. But when you're on the main line with Jesus and you're calling him up and you're in a place and in his will, he has to answer you. Heaven has to bow and come down to you. Why? Because he said that if we ask anything in his name, anything, hallelujah, he shall give it unto us. 
when we're lined up in Him. Glory to God. And that's what we're talking about today. How to stay lined up in Him. So that we will not be out the boundaries. That we will not be able to step out of His boundaries and doing all things and tasting all things and looking at all things that takes us out of His will. Oh yeah, let me calm myself down here because I'm a little hot. I'm on fire for Jesus. It's something about the name. When you just keep on doing it over and over again. You know you ain't got to worry about nothing or nobody. You ain't got to worry about what they say. All you got to do is call on Jesus. All you got to do is call him up. All you got to do is just say his name. Oh, I see, I ain't never always just been able to say Jesus. See, I used to call on Robin. I used to call on Tom and Mary. But now I know how to call on one man. And his name is Jesus Christ. And then whatever the situation is, I know how to call on that name. When I need a little bit more peace, a little bit more understanding, I call on Jehovah Shalom. When I need somebody to fight for me, I need somebody that's stronger and almighty. I call on Jehovah El Shaddai and Jehovah Macandisha, Jehovah Tzidkenu, my sanctification, my righteousness, my God. When I need the banner wrapped around me, when I need a place of comfort, I call on Jehovah Nisi, my God. When I need just somebody to counsel me, I need a manager. I call on Jehovah Raha because he's my shepherd. He is my manager. He is my counselor. He is my voice of all voice. He is Jesus, my God. Hallelujah. Hello, everybody. How you doing today? I just thank the Lord because he's good. Amen. I'm grateful to be here on today. I'm grateful to be before you today because I made it today. And God brought me before you again today. And I thank God for that. And I don't take it for granted that he's trusting me with his word again with you on today. So the Holy Spirit will speak to all of us, including me. How many of y'all know that it starts with those that bring forth the word first before it even hits you? So I'm ready for it. Hallelujah. I need to be filled up more and more. I got things that I'm on. I'm glad things is going on. Hallelujah. In the month of October and November. Hallelujah. By God's grace. By his will that I'm able to be here. Glory. I need to make sure that this fire of God continues to just stay afloat. Hallelujah. So that his will can continue to work. In the name of Jesus. Well, we thank you for joining us. Unlimited Grace Prayer Ministry. Where our overseers, Pastor Joe L. As the Lord, God bless you, man of God. God bless all those that are with us. And today we are on day 23 in the book of Proverbs. Yes, we are on the 31th day journey in Proverbs chapter 23. I told you if you ever get lost, glory to God, all you have to do is know what day it is. Today is what the 23rd, amen. So that means that we are on chapter, we're in chapter what, 23. Hallelujah. God bless you, Dad. Hallelujah. All the way from Kansas, Missouri. Dr. Apostle Clark, God bless you, man of God. God be with you, amen. But God bless everybody that's online. God bless you. Sister Abby, I love you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God bless you, Pastor, all the way from New Jersey. Glory to God. And Charlie, hallelujah. Miss Doris and Miss Brown. Hallelujah. God bless everybody. Hallelujah. That's Charlotte Jackson, amen. God bless you, woman of God. I thought it was, I know it's Charles Jackson as well, but God bless you as well. Hallelujah. Thank God for you, my sister Angela. God bless you as well. Amen. 
I told you something about the name. Hallelujah. I'm getting, I'm getting familiar with your own name. Hallelujah. I won't have to look on Facebook and look at your name. I'll just feel you in the spirit and know you want and just call out your name. Hallelujah. But don't you know that it don't matter if I call out your name or not. Long as Jesus call out your name, that's all that matters. Hallelujah. Because see, at the end of the day, it's about him saying good and faithful servant. Hallelujah. It's about him saying that good job. Hallelujah. Not depart from me, I never knew you. Oh my God. Anytime I just think of that scripture, I say, Lord, I've been in this too long. I done did too much, God. I don't suffer too long. You can't say, you can't say, depart from me, I never knew you. Glory. So you better make sure that you're doing what you need to do right in God and it's not in your own flesh. Hallelujah. Because that's the worst thing to experience on Judgment Day. Hallelujah, but we thank God for you in our 40-day prayer marathon. You know, it's something about race, hallelujah. Anytime you're running a race, hallelujah, it's not about who's the fastest, but it's how you endure, hallelujah. It's how you stay swift and how you persevere through it, how you get through it. When the Lord begins to download prayers in your spirit, and you're able to pray in the spirit, and then you begin to pray for your loved ones, but then you begin to pray for those that you don't even know, glory. Then you begin to pray for the Bible. Of Christ, the government, and just people out of the norm that you may never have prayed for because when the Spirit of God that's resting you begins to intercede for you, it begins to intercede, and you may never know who you're praying for. It's only by the grace of God that God can bring you before those that you have prayed for because what happened is they will begin to testify and you will begin to remember and reminisce and that's the prayer that I prayed. So, evidently, it was for that woman of God, it was for that man of God, it was for that boy, that girl. But be thankful that God trusts you to pray for somebody else. Y'all, it's time for us to get in a place of prayer. It's time for us to get in a place of pressing through. Because the thing is, I can pray for you, but see, if you can't pray for yourself, glory to God, you're going to be in trouble. Because I may not be able to get to you. So you got to know how to go in and shot top up on Brosakon. You got to know how to go in and travail the will of the Spirit. Sometimes you got to get down right and just down right. Because the devil ain't playing and the devil ain't stopping. So you got to know how to go in. Uh, that's why you got to pray and ask God to release that prayer mantle on you. So you can know how to pray in the Spirit. Uh, continuously, always praying without ceasing. My God, this is a time of season that you got to have a prayer life like never before. My God, because God is ready to begin to release some things to his people. He said, all you got to do is just get on the main line. All you got to do is just put your ear close to mine. All you got to do is just get in the cleft of the rock. All you got to do is get in your secret place. Quit telling everybody what you're praying about. But get in the secret place and begin to pray unto God. And God is about to do some miraculous things. God's about to bring your children in glory. God is about to bring your family members in. God is about to bring some marriages back together that's been broken for over 30 years, my God. God is about, oh my God, God is about to do some things, but he's waiting for us to get into a place of consecration, a place of prayer, a place of seeking him, and getting in the place and not asking for nothing, y'all, because he know what we need. He is our shepherd, Gloria. If he said that the Lord is my shepherd, I should not want. A one is not a need, but it's a desire that your flesh want. But God provides all of our needs through his glory. So he knows what we need. 
knows what we want, but he wants us to get into a place of prayer where we're just in a place where all we're doing is just saying, Jesus, we love you. Jesus, we just adore you. Jesus, we just lift you up and magnify your name. We just come here and just say thank you. We come here and just say, God, you be good. God, the one for you, I don't know how I would have kept my mind. I don't know how I would have got through this situation, but God, all I want to do is say thank you. Thank you for not letting me lose my mind. Thank you for even allowing me to lose my mind, but then you gave me back my mind. Oh my God. See, you just got to get in a place and just start thanking him. He know what you need. He just, he see, he is a person too. Hallelujah. He just, he see, he wants us just to get into that intimacy with him. He said, it's time to get a relationship with me. It's time to get close to me. It's time to be intimate with me. It's time for you to fear me and know that I am God. Hallelujah. So I'm telling you, this is the time that you got to get in that place. You're going to have to put down the phone. You're going to have to get off the internet. You're going to have to get off Facebook. You're going to have to get out, out of that mess. You're going to have to get into a place, a club of the rock, a secret place, and begin to pray, and begin to just wail in the spirit, and begin to travail, begin to go in. He's ready to speak his word into you. He's ready to download wisdom into you, giving you the knowledge and understanding so that you can walk into your purpose and your destiny, so you would not keep repeating cycles uh, that keep taking you back to poverty, keep taking you back to lack. But he wants you to walk in your wealthy places. He wants you to be in Lord in your coast. Uh, he wants you to honor you. Uh, he wants you to experience your riches and your wealth and the glory that he's putting on your life. Uh, so that's why you gotta get in a place of prayer. You gotta get in a place of seeking him. You gotta get in a place of digging deep in him. Uh, you gotta get in a place where you gotta just lose yourself in him. That's why you gotta fear him because when you fear him he takes you into a deeper place that place of that treasure that treasure that he don't have on the surface but you gotta dig deep for the treasure in him if you want to know him and know his mind and know the wisdom that he's releasing unto you you gotta find it like treasure because he's treasure it's not on the surface but it's real low it's real deep it's real wide you gotta dig in and you can't come out until you get what God got for you. Amen. Hallelujah. So we thank God. I'm excited about Jesus. God is about to do some miraculous things that's coming up in um, the month of November. Glory to God as we come out of our 40-day uh, prayer marathon. Hallelujah. But before we even come out of our 40-day prayer marathon, which started October the 1st, all the way through November the 9th, God is allowing us to connect with an awesome woman of God, her ministry, Kingdom Living Ministry, um, Apostle Dr. Gail Davis um, is having a prayer, um, a prevailing prayer summit, hallelujah, November the 2nd through the 4th, but on the 3rd, myself and Pastor Joe and Living the Grace Prayer Ministry will partner with her as well as two other great men of God that's coming all the way in so that we can do a prayer summit form, hallelujah, where the Lord is just going to use us just to begin to incorporate on what prayer is and how to incorporate prayer into your life, hallelujah. Also, understanding what intercession is as an intercessor, hallelujah, how to hear the voice of God, how to just dig deep into a place of God in the secret place. But one thing I want you to know, nobody can teach you how to pray. See, you learn. We know you can't get enough of your favorite flavors. Luckily, Kroger Free Pickup makes it easy to grab what you need without any surprise fees. Whether it's extra buns for the barbecue or those chips you just can't quit, start your cart with the Kroger app. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. $35 order minimum restrictions may apply, subject to availability. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. I had a prayer when you in your darkest moments, when you in your hardest times. See, that's when you learn how to pray. That's when you learn how to shot top, You go in deep, glory to God. Sometimes you lose yourself when nobody is there. Nobody can help you. But you get in a place by the time you come out, Gloria. You ain't got no stockers. Your rap messed up. Your your clothes tore out, Gloria. Because you needed to get what you needed to get from God. God wants us to get radical like that. He wants us to get loose in Him because we think we we too cute. We're too handsome. We don't know how to get down and get what we need. God said it's already before us. It's already there. All we have to do is reach in and grab what's already ours. Y'all, we are kings and priests, bro. We are royal priests of the holy nation, my God. See, I'm telling you this right now. This prayer summit is going to be awesome because God is going to move mighty. And there is a $40 charge in advance or $45 at the door. And that's because it's lunch on Saturday. And that's from 8.30 to 3.30. And again, that's a place where we're going to be together at a forum. And we're going to be talking about, hallelujah, breakout sessions on prayer. But the revival goes on that evening at 7 p.m. as well on that Sunday morning at 10, hallelujah, 45, as well as that Friday at 7 p.m. But guess what? As we come out of our 40-day marathon on November the 9th, we're going right into our three-day super encounter, glory to God, Holy Ghost, glory encounter with Jesus, revival, glory to God. I'm telling you, you don't want to miss this, especially leaders, because God is sending some awesome men and women of God here, glory to God, and they are kingdom-minded, they are apostolic, ready to release what it is that God has for us so that we can walk up into our calling, into the things that God has called us into. They have a word of knowledge, a word of wisdom, and I'm telling you, the Holy Ghost is here. The Holy Ghost is going to be right here. It's going to be about man or woman, but I'm talking about if you want to come and get a true deliverance. I ain't talking about a, a conviction. I'm talking about a true deliverance. And I put my life on that glory to God. I'm telling you, this is a place you want to be glory because God is going to move. God is going to deliver. Hallelujah. Minds are going to be transformed. Glory to God. Hallelujah. They're going to be reformed. And you coming up out of that mess. Glory to God. You're dealing with addiction. You're coming out. Because guess what? I was addicted. And God took me out. So I know the power of God is on my life. Glory to God. So Lord, allow me to speak and break that addiction. Glory to God. So I'm telling you right now, you don't want to miss this. Because God is awesome. He's moving. And then that's, that's November the 9th, which is on Friday at 7 p.m. Saturday, 7 p.m. 
and then on Sunday morning, um, 10.30 a.m. to 1, and then we're going to break out that evening, November the 11th, glory to God, 5.30, come on out, Apostle, that's me, author, Apostle Robin Stokes, book, launch, signing, acceleration, gallery is going on. You are invited. Hallelujah. I've sent out the invitations. You got to come. Come get the book. Dial a prayer. I told you Jesus is on the main line. Dial him up. Dial him up. He said, dial a prayer. You got to know how to call on Jesus. Amen. So these are tools and prayers that have allowed me to get through my hardest times. These are prayers that have allowed me to get through my addictions. They allow me to get through the things that I struggle with. And I'm telling you, I am true we deliver glory to God, and I'm not going back to that vomit by the grace of God. So I know that the prayers work. I know the truth that God has given me in this book because He gave it to me during a 21 day prayer and fasting. And one day the Holy Ghost wrote this book. Glory, Hallelujah! I'm not breaking on me. I'm breaking on the Holy Ghost because I had I ain't smart like that. Hallelujah! Just wise, Amen. It was the Holy Ghost that wrote this book in one day. Glory to God and published it and designed it. Glory. Glory to God. Hallelujah. It was the Holy Ghost glory. I never published a book. I never designed nothing like that. It was the Holy Ghost that began to work through my hands, began to work through my eyes, sent me to Google, sent me to YouTube, sent me to places to learn how to publish a book. Glory. See, I'm telling y'all, in this season, God is opening up doors. You're doing things that you've never done before because God is allowing you to create wealth. God is about to allow you to create an income that's going to be able to bless the kingdom of God, but you got to be willing to step out on faith. You got to be willing to go into territory that you've never been. Back faith, glory to God. You got to be ready to connect divinely with those you never met because it's not going to be who you know, but it's going to be those divinely that God's seeing that's going to allow your purpose and your destiny to begin to move and be thrust forth into where he's calling us up today. See, I'm excited, y'all. Let me calm down because we got to get through this teaching. Amen. <laughs> excited because Jesus is Lord. Hallelujah. Jesus is Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. So come on. Let's go ahead and go in. But it was a scripture that I want to see. If y'all remember the scripture. Now let me see who's going to be the first one to remember. Now y'all supposed to be having all y'all notes, the Bible, your pens. Remember we've been on this 20, this 31 day journey in the book of Proverbs. We are on day 23. So by this time your journal should be pretty, pretty full. Hallelujah. You should have about, not 23 pages, but you should have probably about times at times two. Amen. So you know what? If you really, really follow us and really, really been writing your notes, I know the Holy Ghost has been speaking to you as you've been studying. Guess what? You got a book right there. You don't even know it. See, that's a book because God will allow you to go back through your notes and add in some things. I'm telling you, see, that's how God get creative. You don't even know. Because that book he's been telling you that is coming forth, you've been saying, okay, Lord, I'm right. Okay, Lord, this and that. But see, you don't even know because of your obedience, because of the note taken, maybe through watching me or maybe watching someone else, you've been taking notes. See, that's how God does. He allowed those notes to pile up. So that when you're writing, you go back and you pull other things out of those notes. Amen. That the Spirit of God give you and release it on paper. And then you go back and then that's how you, you, you build your book. That's how you put your books. That's why you wind up coming out with four or five bestsellers. But see, now 
that I published this book by the grace of God. You don't even know I'm working on two and three more. Glory to God. So it's like now it's flowing. Hallelujah. It's moving. Hallelujah. So I can go back and get my notes. I can go back and get all my stuff. Begin to get my recordings that I recorded some things on. Begin to listen and see how the Holy Ghost want to write this next bestseller. Hallelujah. Because this right here is going to be a bestseller. Already a bestseller. Because anytime you're talking about dollar prayer and dollar month and talking about Jesus and it is Jesus, it's already a bestseller. Hallelujah. So I give God the glory. I thank God for everything because it's not me. It's only God. But the scripture that I'm talking about is Isaiah. I thought somebody was going to go ahead and shoot it on because I said that this is a, 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 the foundation scripture that we need to make sure that this scripture is with us even while we're going through the book of Proverbs because this right here gives us a foundation of where we need to be. Hallelujah. And remember that is Isaiah 33 and 6. And it says, and wisdom and knowledge. Hallelujah. Wisdom and knowledge. Remember, wisdom and knowledge goes together. Shall be the stability of thou times. Hallelujah. Which should make you what? Stable. Should make you what? Be held up. And strength of salvation. The fear of the Lord is his treasures. Right? Remember, it's the treasures that we're looking for in the Lord because we're digging deep in him. And he's allowed us to tap into the wisdom. His wisdom, his knowledge, his understanding, so that we become what? Wise to make what? The right decision. Amen? Hallelujah. It allows us to demonstrate righteous behavior so that we can fear the Lord, respect the Lord, understand the Lord. It allows us to speak truth. Hallelujah. Because anytime we fear the Lord, we ain't trying to lie. We, we speak in truth. Because we fear that if we lie, we're going to be out of his will because we know the enemy is a father of lies. So that means that we're traveling in his territory when we begin to lie, right? Then we refrain ourselves from being, what, oppressed. Hallelujah. And then we don't allow our integrity or our character to be bribed. Hallelujah. We don't allow people to take away that value of our character or our integrity. Amen. Amen? And we will not tolerate evil in our presence. So anybody that is negative, anybody that's running around with an angry and bitter and just hateful and nasty, unforgiving spirit, they better go back over there on the devil's side. Because that ain't what's going on over here with Jesus. Jesus, he's love. He's kind. He's full of joy. He's peaceful. Come on, he's all suffering. He's gentle. Hallelujah. He's meek. Hallelujah. Come on. He's love. So when all oh, when that other stuff come, hey, back to the sender. Back to the sender. Who's the sender? The Satan. Send it back. Do not tolerate evil. See, when you fear the Lord, you don't want out none of that in, in your presence. Amen? See, you pursue godly character. You pursue God's godly integrity. And you enjoy the Lord's protection. Because see, when you fear the Lord, you are diligently seeking him. You are respecting him. You are honoring him. You are lifting him up. So guess what he's giving you back in return? He's giving you protection. Uh-huh. He's putting a hedge of protection around you and your children, around your family. Because you respect him enough to do his will, not to do your own will, not to allow your flesh to rise up and take over the spirit that's resting you in God. So you respect him to a high standard.
He will give you riches. He will give you honor. He will give you glory. Hallelujah. Not glory for where you be glorified and people lifting you up. But I'm talking about anything that you touch, the favor of God is on your life. Anything that you begin to speak into existence, it begins to manifest. Love is in the will of God. Why? Because your intentions are good. Your motives are good. Your motives are not of evil, but your, your motives are of God's righteousness. Amen? So come on, y'all. Let's go ahead and move into the book of Proverbs chapter 23. Amen. Glory to God. We moving right on along. Hallelujah. Yesterday, we talked about training a child in the way that um, the child should go. We talked about applying our heart to knowledge. We talked about the Lord please the cause of the poor. And today, as a man thinks in his heart, he is. When a man thinks in his heart, he begins to speak. That's why we got to make sure that our heart is right. Right? Because if our heart is not right, then our mouth begins to speak what our heart feels. So a lot of times the reason why people speak in bitter is because their heart is bitter. The reason why people is speaking anger, um, speaking anger, angry is because they have anger in their heart. The reason why people just mad and always frowning is because they have unforgiveness. And hatred. And anytime you have those things operate in your heart, love cannot flow out of that. Oh no. Love cannot flow out of bitterness. Love cannot flow out of unforgiveness. Love cannot flow out of anger and wrath and envy and jealousy and hatred. And even having a heart of it, you know, a lot of times we want to retaliate on someone. Because we feel that they've done us wrong. So we want to, you know, we say, get them back. No, you don't have to get them back. God will deal with them. See, my prayer for my enemies is this. Lord, please, I know you love me. I know you said you will contend with those that will contend with me. You will fight against those that will fight against me. I know you will smoke them, oh God. I know you will bring brass on their head, glory, because of their, what they're doing to your servant. But Lord, have mercy on them. They do not know what they're doing. You know, Jesus said that when, when, when they was on the side of him on the cross. He said, Lord, forgive them. They do not know what they are doing. They don't know what they do. They don't know. They don't know that I am the cross. I am the Messiah. I am the one who gives life. They don't know that I am the I am. So please have mercy. Because that's why I came through humanity so that we can have a second chance. That's why Jesus had to come as man so that we can get a second chance. He had to come to the orbs that he created. He created Mary, but he came through those orbs that he created so that he can understand humanity, me and you. So that he can understand that because our minds are futile and that we are weak sometimes in our flesh, so because of that, God loved us so much he allowed him to come down through humanity and experience the hurt, experience the pain, experience the bribery, experience, glory to God, the betrayal. Ha shot. What do you do when you are betrayed? What do you do when you are deceived? Do your heart become hard? Do your heart become stony? Do your heart become bitter? Do your heart have hatred in it? 
See, I'm talking about some real life issues because out of the heart, real life issues flow. These are things that we don't want to talk about in the church. You know, we don't want to talk about divorce. You know, we don't want to talk about abuse. We don't want to talk about rape. We don't want to talk about addiction. We don't want to talk about homosexuality, perversion. We don't want to talk about these things, see, because it makes stop the ties and the, and, and, and the money flowing in the members. And numbers. See, at the end of the day, it's about your soul salvation, see, because when Jesus comes, he's not coming back for a body. He's coming back for you, the bride. So you got to make sure that you're working at your own soul salvation. You got to make sure that your own heart is right, because I'm not going to be able to save you and you ain't going to be able to save me. So we got to be able to help each other so that we can get our life right and get our hearts right so that the love of God can flow through us instead of hurting people and wounding people and crushing people's spirit. So that's why our thinking has to change. Because what we think our heart becomes, it says, as a man think in his heart, it starts here. It starts in your psychological state. Here in your mind. What are you thinking? What are you putting in your mind? What is your what is your eye gate looking at? What are you allowing your eye gate to look at? What are you watching on TV? What are you listening to to come into your ear gate? See, these are the areas of entry that Satan used to get into you and me. And that is the eye gate, the ear gate, come on now, the mouth, brosaka. come on now, the mind, the heart, come on now, and then we touching things, uh-huh, the feel, things that ain't ours. Because what happens is when he dangles in the front of us, we go grab it. We try to grab it. And then when we try to grab it, we, we miss it. And guess what? We come out the wheel. See, you come out the head to protection. Because you're right here in the middle. But you got to try to grab what Satan got. Then you come out and that's when he can get you. So, so you got to be careful what you're grabbing on. You got to be careful what's coming in your ear. You got to be careful what's coming in your eyes. Huh? You got to be careful on what you're listening to. And who you're listening to. Because that's how Satan enters in. And once he enters in, glory to God, he's going after the heart. He's going after the heart because he knows that if he can change the heart, he can change everything else. Because the heart controls everything. Because when the heart stops beating, you no longer is alive. So the heart is the central area in our body that controls every other function to function. Without the heart, you can't function. Glory to God. So that's why we have to make sure that our thinking is not stinking. See, that's why you have to be careful on what you put in your mind. What are you thinking about? Okay, what are you watching on TV? If you deal with fornication, these real things, y'all, we get into the book. I think I'm already talking about the scriptures, but we're going to read the scriptures too. I already know the Holy Spirit already here. Yeah. But you know, when you're trying to overcome fornication, Apostle, what is fornication? Fornication is when you're having sex and you're not married. Glory to God. And that is a sin. But guess what? Gossiping is a sin. See, we talk about the 
adultery, the fornication, the lying, the stealing, the murder. But gossip is a sin. And but guess what? So in this court, we need that you begin to lie on people, cause the stir of strife, to tear down someone's character and integrity. That is so in this court, which is an abomination, which is worse than the sin, because there, God said, reprobate mine, get away, I never knew you, don't even come back. Glory to God. So you got to be careful what you allow to come into your eye gate and your ear gate. But if you are dealing with fornication, why are you, first of all, watching TV when there is sex? See, what happens is, that's what the enemy dangling in front of you, the TV. Then the next thing you're going to say, well, it ain't no wrong thing because I ain't doing it. The devil is a liar because what a man thinks, he becomes. So you just looking at that. You have opened down your, 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 your eye gate, your ear gate, and your mind to now to what? Play this back and forth like a flashback. Because when you're not watching it, it's going to still come in your mind. You know, when we haven't overcame things in our life, you know, things that will happen in our childhood, we haven't been truly delivered, it's like a flashback. We can walk past somebody that looks like our offender. So we can smell something that smells like our finger. They can talk like how our finger probably talk. They can walk like how our finger probably has walked. See, there are different triggers that revert your mind back to thinking of your past. So that's why you got to be careful on what you put in your ear gate, in your eye gate, in your mind, because you begin to think of that. So now it's hard for you to overcome fornication because you're watching sex on TV. Then the next thing you're going to do is allow the enemy to say, you know what? You can go further than that. Now you can watch porno. Hey, the devil is alive. Now you're traveling over in perversion. Glory. And now the doors are wide open. See, when you're in the spirit of perversion, glory to God, anything goes. See, you will be up in the bed with something you don't even belong to be in the bed with, glory to God. You open up to a door to a totally different dark place. So that's why you got to close your ears and your eyes off of those things and just pray and ask God to keep you. And then God will send your significant other, glory to God. But you got to get in the place of
We're going to go ahead and see. How about that? Amen. I'm talking too much. So let's go ahead and get it in. Amen. All right. Let's go. Verse 1. Proverbs 23. Remember I said, if you ever get lost, just know what day it is. Now, hopefully you ain't getting lost in your days. Hallelujah. Today is Tuesday. Uh-huh. October the 23rd. Hallelujah. But sometimes it happens like that. We get older. Hallelujah. Because today I, I had to go to the um, eye doctor. And I was like, okay, I know I'm at the right eye doctor place. I had an appointment, so I went there. And I was at the wrong eye doctor place. Amen. I went there for my other prescription. Hallelujah. But at the same time, it was the other one that I had an appointment with. So I just finally made an appointment for that one for Thursday. Hallelujah. But I forgot if it was that one or the one across the street. Hallelujah. So I had to call somebody and ask my like, do you remember where that place was? Hallelujah. So I tell y'all, sometimes our age is catching up with us. Hallelujah. So we definitely need the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. To help us find our way. Amen. And people that can help you. Amen. Jesus. Amen. I told somebody, I said, now that spirit of forgiveness that leashed out on me. And usually I keep things in order and keep things in check and know, know what's what. Now I'm forgetting. Hallelujah. So that's why I said you got to be careful who you're around. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. It says, when thou sit to eat with a ruler, consider diligently what is before thee, and put a knife to thy throat, and thou be a man give to appetite. Be not desirous of his dainties, for they are deceitful meat. Mm. Labor not to be rich. Cease from thy own wisdom. Y'all, let's stop right there. This, this, is, this is delicious already, Lord God. <laughs> Hallelujah. See, this is a warning to confront us that people sometimes use this these type of things to get us in places that we should not be in. So they will use their money. They will use their business. And I'm going to go ahead and step on somebody's toes in the church world. They will even use their ministry, their status, and their anointing. Hallelujah. But you got to be careful because you can't sit at the table and eat with these type of people because at the same it looks like it's God. It looks like it's, it's what he wants for us. So that's why you got to have a spirit of discernment. Amen. Because these are the same people that really got a knife ready to cut your throat. These are the same people that envy you. The people that really don't like you. But you know, the Bible says that God, God <laughs> All right, man. Glory to God. Amen. All right, I'm catching up. I'm catching up, glory. 
glory. Amen. So I thank God for God because he continued to allow our youthful spirit to overtake us. You know, you need that youthful spirit in the body of Christ because no matter your age, God can still use us. You know, a lot of times... Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. We look at our age, we look at our condition, we look at our situation and say, God can't do this and God can't do that. But don't you know, I just met somebody they said they could not have a child and she just had her first baby at 46. Hallelujah. So, you know, God is a God of miracles. God can do all things. You know, we, we already know about Sarah. Hallelujah. She was nine. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ. So, if God can do it for her, he definitely can do it for us. Hallelujah. But anyway, woo woo. There he is. Amen. Okay. So, you got to be careful who you're sitting with. See, this goes with that too. See, you gotta sit around people that's gonna push forth your vision. You gotta be around people that's gonna cultivate, cultivate, cultivate you and, and, and help you reach your purpose and destiny. You gotta sit with people and be around people that can pour into you and help you move in the things of God. See, sometimes people is just coming to take. You know, you gotta be careful with those type of people. You know, TV Jakes can tell you best when he starts talking about three kind of friends. He said you got the confidant, which you were lucky somebody if you got one of those. Then he began to talk about the comrades and the constituents, glory to God. He began to say how some will be with you just to get what they want, and then once they get what they want, they off to the next thing. Then he said it's those that really didn't want to be with you, but because you was for the same cause, but once they met somebody else, they wind up getting on their begging way. He said, but don't be disappointed and don't just be glad that the scaffold was removed, glory to God. So that means that they can't keep building off your vision. They can't keep eating up your plate. They can't keep using you and tossing you like to and fro, glory to God. So thank God that God allowed you to identify their character. God, I let you identify them when you sit at this table. See, that's that table right here that we're talking about. Because you sit at a table with deceitful people. Even though they got a nice spread on the table, they got the football game going on with a nice 7500-inch TV. They got a nice car, nice house. They got a big church. They got everything in their church is glorious. But at the end of the day, they are deceptive. All they want to do is use your anointing. All they want to do is use you for their glory, which is not even of God. So that's why you got to be careful who you sit with, amen. Because everybody that you sit with, amen, no matter who they are,
are. They will use their wealthy place and their riches to lure you in. Why? Because that's how Satan does. Satan dangle things in your face to make you look at it like, ooh, that look good. I can probably do that. I can probably have that. It probably don't take all that. But all that is is just a distraction. If it's not sent from God, if it's not divinely by God, if I was you, I won't even try to grab it. Because when you try to grab it, you may come out of the wheel. And when you come out of the wheel, he's going to grab you and that's going to be it. Now you're out of the hedge of protection. So that's why you got to be careful and don't allow the enemy to lure you into his schemes. Amen? Amen. And at the same time, you know, these also those individuals that will begin to play trickery. Then even though they say, you know what, oh, it ain't going to hurt you just to drink a little bit. You know, you can have a little wine. You know, the Bible says Paul said a little wine was good for the stomach. The devil is a liar because that's intoxication, that's drunkenness, and that's things that's not of God. I don't care who you are. I don't care how high and whatever you in. The Bible does not say that that's right. Hallelujah. That's it. Now, I'm not, I'm not accepting it. I know what the Bible says, and you can't trick me in that. Why it ain't good for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah is not good for you. It's taking you back to your own vomit. And guess what? Before you know it, the enemy will begin to trick you even more. And say, oh, you can just have a little bit more. It ain't going to hurt you. Then you're drinking a little bit more. Then the next thing you know, you're drinking another bottle. Then the next week, you're going to say, oh, it ain't going to hurt nothing. I done been in church. I done did this guy. He forgive me. He know my heart. He know that I'm for him. Then the enemy really playing tricks on your mind. Yeah, God know your heart. But the Holy Spirit that rests in you do not want that intoxication coming into him. And don't want that spell all on him. So it ain't alright. Because the Holy Ghost that's supposed to rest in you, hallelujah, that's it's a tug of war. Because the Holy Spirit ain't dealing with that drunkenness, ain't dealing with that intoxication, ain't dealing with that liquor smell, ain't dealing with that taste that's coming in your body. Glory to God. Now your temple is being destroyed. Your temple, your mind is being tricked. Hallelujah. Now your mind is being open to all types of things, all types of aversion, all types of schemes of the enemy. Don't let the enemy trick you and lie to you and say that that's all right. Even if they try to come and say, oh, it's all right, it's for communion. The devil is a liar. Why ain't communion? Glory to God. Say what you want. I know what the Bible says. Amen. So therefore, I'm telling you, don't allow these things to defile you. Amen. Labor not to be rich. That means that don't try to work so hard. See, y'all, we messing up right now because a lot of the things we've been praying God for, we say, Lord, give me a job. Lord, help me. Give me a promotion. And you say, Lord, if you help me, if you give me a promotion, if you give me the job, oh, my God, I'm going to serve you like never before. I'm going to be on church on time. The pastor ain't got to tell me. Matter of fact, I'm going to be everybody there. I'm going to have the church doors open. I'm going to make sure the church door closed. Whoever the pastor needs me to go pick up, I'm going to pick them up. Whatever the pastor wants me to do, I'm going to make sure I do it. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord, please give me the job. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord, please give me the promotion. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord, please give me the house. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord, please give me me a car. Even, Lord, when you give me the car, I'm going to go get whoever you want me to go get. Lord, I don't care if they live far across town. Well, if they need a ride, I'm going to help them get a ride. Lord, if you give me a house, no matter who needs a, a place to live, it's my family. I'm going to make sure I get them a roof over their head. I'm going to make sure I help people. Hey! Hallelujah! 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So there, let me tell you. Hallelujah. So at the same time, we're promising God all that. But guess what? Soon when we get a promotion, soon when we get that job, guess what? We know we're right. We're not on time no more. We don't come to prayer no more. We don't do everything we told the, pa the pastor was going to do. But really, you ain't telling the pastor everything you used to do. You was making a vow to God. And that's dangerous. Because anytime we make a vow to God, we have to honor the vow to God. So you can make a vow to me and don't keep it. Because that's why it's not a vow. It's a promise. Hallelujah. Promises are going to be broken. But when you say God and you put God in it, now you're making a vow. Now you add God in it. And now he can hold that against you. So that's why you got to be careful. Because see, when God made a covenant with us, and he told our forefathers that everything that they did not give, we will be able to obtain it, that we can call on things in his name he had given to us, everything that he promised us in the word of God, he did not take that back. Even when we fall short of his glory, even when we don't, even when we don't, even when we don't do what we're supposed to do, God will still make sure that he take care of us. Amen. Even when we disobedient, God still put his head of protection around us. Amen. Hallelujah. That's right. Wine back in the day. It's not like the wine of today with alcohol and with intoxication. This wine and this stuff now here today, it'll kill you. Matter of fact, if you ever drink 151, matter of fact, that was my drink. You can put fire to it. It'll Glory to God. Now you know that's some intoxication type of stuff. See, the devil had you doing all types of things. They call that, I forgot what they call it, they call it something, 151. And what they do is they take the 151, put it in the shot glass, and then they drop it into a thing of beer, and then they put it on fire, and then you have to drink it real fast. Now you know that's the devil. Glory to God. That ain't nothing but Satan and hell. Hallelujah. That's how I was drinking back in my day. Glory. Thank God to God. Glory, I could have came out with all types of cancers, glory to God. All type of alcohol, stomach ulcers, glory to God. Drinking that type of stuff. But God, grace, hand was on me, glory. So do you think I'm going back to that mess after God done saved me from ulcers? God done saved me from cancer? God done saved me from even AIDS and all the other stuff, glory to God? Do you think I'm going back and tap back into that type of stuff? The devil is a lie. But see, when you go and try to sneak and tap back in that, you may be caught up in it. And this time you may get it. So you better stay away from it. And quit playing with it. Touch not. Taste not. Hallelujah. Amen. So quit trying to labor to be rich. You need to labor. It says seek first the kingdom of God and everything will be added unto us. When we're doing things and, and being getting blessed, when we're trying to see how can we fulfill whatever it is that we need to fulfill in the kingdom of God. How can we help take better take care of our families? But most of all, how can we leave a legacy? Leave a legacy for our children, 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 and even those that may not even be connected to us. Glory. So that's our mindset. What are we leaving behind? Hallelujah. Are we just working hard just to say we're rich? Are we just working hard just to say I got a big car, big house? But at the end of the day, when you gone, what do your children, children? Or what do anybody that maybe God had you minister to? What do they have left to hold on to after you gone? What have you left for somebody to, 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 to take and, and, and move on with it? Huh? What are you trailblazing for? To leave behind. 
Labor for purpose is much more rewarding than labor to be rich. See, when you labor, it got to be for a purpose. What is your purpose in working? What is your purpose in working 20 hours? Okay, I know you want to get more money, but don't you know, when you work all those hours, the devil is looking to see how he can take that money from you, especially when your motive ain't right, especially if you ain't doing what you said you're going to do when you work and do that. Then so the devil, what he does is he'll cause you to have a flat. He'll cause bills just to add up. He'll cause things to happen out of nowhere. Now, all of a sudden, the only time that you don't work, you got to spend that money on some other, on some other stuff. When you don't say, okay, I'm saving this up. See, that's why you got to be careful and know that you got to know what you're laboring for. Your laboring got to be for a purpose, not just for riches. Because God said that if we fear him, he'll give us wealth, riches, and honor and glory. So we ain't got to work for that. All we got to do is fear God, be obedient to God, stand the will of God, obey God, respect God, love God, seek him diligently, and he will give us riches, wealth, honor, and his glory. Hallelujah. So make sure that when you are laboring, you're laboring for a purpose. Amen. Not just to be rich. See, a quick rich scheme won't last. Amen. Because being rich sometimes causes you to be prideful. Hallelujah. It allows arrogancy to be your portion and pride to be your portion. And that's dangerous. Amen. So now you're floating in the natural. Now you use your natural wisdom. Not No godly wisdom is nowhere around. Hallelujah. See, those that reach out to be rich fast and all that, they've never had nothing. They, they've always never really grew up with anything. So they say, okay, if I can just get rich, maybe I can build me a status or maybe I can become somebody. Know, know that you are already somebody. God created us to be who we are, fearfully and wonderfully made. We're in the kingdom of God. God has given us the authority and the power to become who he has allowed us to become, to know what he has given us in the beginning when he said to be fruitful, to multiply, to replenish, to subdue, to take dominion. That right there gave us our status and our identity, our spiritual right, our inheritance, the blood flowing of the DNA of our Lord Jesus Christ. So that right there gave you straight your spiritual identity. So you don't have to allow the quick rich scheme to make you become something that you're not because what's going to happen is you won't have to keep up. And it's hard to keep up when it really ain't up. When it really ain't for you to keep up. Hallelujah. So that's why you need to just not just think about being coming richer, but be learn to be content. Learn to be satisfied. Glory to God. I ain't telling you don't persevere and to go forth after your dreams and go forth after the things and become, hallelujah, uh, wealthy because God will allow us to walk in wealthy places. God will open up that door of wealth. What I'm saying is don't tire yourself out and lose out in the kingdom of God by not being obedient to the things of God because you say I'm working all these hours. I'm doing all of this to get rich. Don't you know when you are obedient to God and you're in the will of God, God will open up a door to where you can work one day and become rich. But what happens is we use our own natural wisdom. We use our own natural ability to get rich quick. So we'll go and we'll get these jobs work 80 hours, hallelujah. And then, like I said, at the end of the day, the devil will always find a way to take that money from you. Either you have a flat car, your car break down, whatever the case may be. Now you don't work all those hours, and now the money gone. Have anybody out there like that? Can I get a hands up out there? Come on, keep it real. You don't work all 80 hours and you just know that you're about to be able to do something with the money and something come up. 
This real stuff. And then we don't be obedient to the things of God. We don't give God our 10%. We don't, we don't, we don't, we, we do not seek first the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. I ain't telling you, I ain't begging for anything. What I am saying to you is that when you learn to seek first the kingdom of God, I'm telling you, God will take care of you. God will make sure. See, it'd be more than just money. You have favor. Glory to God. You have wealth. You have riches. You have this honor. You have this glory. You have this peace. You have this joy. You have, you have a package deal. When you seek first the kingdom of God. But what happens is we allow offenses. Allow us to stop serving in the kingdom of God. And that's not good. Amen. Okay, y'all. Let me keep going. I'm getting excited. <laughs> Hallelujah. So come on. Let's keep going. Amen. Eat, okay. So we say, eat not that bread of him. And that evil eye neither desire that his nancy meets, for he speaks in his heart, so is he. Eat and drink, say he to thee, but in his heart is not with thee. You know, there's people out there that will sit with you, that will eat with you, that will even preach to you. Can I get that one in? That will preach to you, pray for you, prophesy to you. I know I'm helping somebody. But really, that is far away from you, that really don't like you, that envy you, that is jealous of you, they don't even have a reason. And that right there is scary. So that's why you got to be discerning. You got to be able to discern at times. You got to be able to discern people. You can't be so quick to run to everybody's table. Because everybody that say they for you and with you ain't with you. Hallelujah. See, it's that eye that you got to be able to see. Because people, they say one thing, but really their heart is somewhere else. So that's why you can't be so quick to invite people to eat with you. Amen? Because soon you begin to eat with them, come on now, that grudge is becoming deeper and deeper. Really, all they're trying to do sometimes is to hear your vision, even though they can't get it because you got the meat. All they're going to get is the skeleton. Hallelujah. Because Jesus only give us the vision, there's the meat. Hallelujah. But all I'm saying is, they are, they are character assassinators. They assassinate your integrity. What they do is they begin to chant against you. They begin to witchcraft and all those things because they don't believe. So one thought in their mind will say, how's she going to do that? How are you going to do that? He ain't got, the way he's going through this, once she's just going through this, there's no way she's going to be able to open up that business. That, that building is about $2 million. Now, they couldn't even pay the over there. So how they think? I mean, that's what people think. But God can do it just like that. Amen? So that's why you got to be careful what you tell people. That's why you cannot speak prematurely. When you speak prematurely, you're speaking it before it's coming to existence. Now, it's not saying that God is not going to do it because whatever God says he's going to do, he's going to do. But what happens is it causes a warfare that is not necessary. Because what happens is their mind, they don't believe. So doubt comes into play anytime doubt comes in. Faith cannot is nowhere around. Hallelujah. So now they're, they're, they're thinking things against what it is that you said. So now there's a fight in the spirit realm. Hallelujah. It's like Daniel when the blessing was already released. Hallelujah. But the prince of Persia was holding it up. So that's why Michael the um, war angel had to come in and bring it in because it was already released. Hallelujah. So that's what I'm saying. Sometimes you got to know how to call on your mind, carry your war angel. Because God has already released it. But because you prematurely have spoken, 
because you trusted those that you sit at the table and ate with and really they didn't have no heart for you. So that's why you got to be careful. Because they are full of jealousy in spite. They're seeing how they can plot against you. I love my enemies. I do. I love y'all. Hallelujah. Because God will take care of you. Maybe there's something in you that you just need to be delivered from. But I can't allow your hate, your anger, your jealousy, your enviness to discourage me or distract me. I got too much to do. I got too much to do for God. So I got to let God handle that. I love you. Because that's the only thing that I know that can cover multitudes of sin that you're sinning by doing what you're doing to me. So I'm praying for you. And I'm praying that you overcome whatever it is. Because I don't want God to send his fire against you. I really hate that if God do that, you know? So I love you. Amen. But there are people that are just so jealous of you. Hallelujah. They are so spiteful. You know, sometimes when I hear people say, well, they're so jealous of me. They're so envy of me. And I just be looking like, okay, is it that serious? <laughs> I just be saying to myself, like, okay, God. Because I've never, you know, I don't say that too often. Hallelujah. I mean, maybe it just got an issue. Because I know, not me, glory to God, let me go ahead. You know, being a glory carrier, let me help somebody. When you are a glory carrier, when you come into a place, your name don't have to be called. You don't have to be presented before many. But you light up the place because the glory of God rests on you. Hallelujah. So, People automatically is like, what is that? It's not that they're looking at you or what you had on. No, no, it's the glory that draws. Amen. Because it's love. Hallelujah. Amen. So you know you don't worry about those things. Amen. Hallelujah. But yeah, you have people that say, "Oh, they're just jealous of me." And I said to one, I said, "Well, maybe they just admire you. You know, because you have people that really sit to the side." Now, can I be real? See, I know that I'm, I'm called to, to many women, deals with um, women and women. Hallelujah. But sometimes people sit to the side and they say, Dad, they looking at me. They, why are you standing at me? They're jealous of me. And, I, and, and, you know, so I have to really catch myself because the Holy Ghost instantly say, say this. So I'm like, okay, God, is this you you want me to say? This? You know, because I'm careful. I want to make sure what God is saying is God. So after a while, you know, and I remember one time I said, well, maybe, maybe, maybe they're not staring at you in that, in that way of, of being jealous or giving you. Maybe they admire you. Maybe it's the glory of God that rests on you that, because a lot of times when people see that joy or when people see that the glory of God that's on your life and they see the love it, 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 it's something, it's like a magnet. It's like they're drawn to it. It's like, it's not like they're staring at you. You know, like me, like me being not just a prophet, but I'm a seer. Hallelujah, as well. So I'm not staring at you. Like when I come to the place, I'm looking around, but people may think I'm staring at them. I'm, I'm really looking at your spirit. Amen. I, I'm, I'm looking at your spirit because I know that God sent me here as an intercessor. Hallelujah. God sent me here to pray. God sent me here to intercede because I know my ministry is also a deliverer ministry. As a deliverer, hallelujah. Not me delivering, only God delivered. He just used, my, used me as his vessel, amen. But what I am saying is that I'm looking at your spirit 
so that I can see how can I minister to you if anything or when I go back to where I'm going how can I pray for you or maybe there may be a divine connection that God sent me there for and I don't want to miss it because see sometimes we miss our divine connection because we always say they stare at me they jealous of me they envy of me and really they're not jealous of you they don't envy you it's just the glory of God and the love that's resonating from you that they're in a place maybe where they just need love or maybe it's something that is making them feel like, oh, I feel like going on. So don't always take it like that. But then you do have those that are full of jealousy. Hallelujah. Those that cannot bear the sight of your joy. You know, have you ever been around people when you just glorious in the Lord and the glory of God just on you and the joy of God? Because I know I just come to place and I'm just feeling Because God is good. Even You won't even know sometimes what I'm going through because God has been so good to me in my life and he's showing me, giving me the wisdom on that I don't have to carry or look like what I'm going through. Amen. Because I'm learning to trust and lean more on God. Amen. So you may not even know what I'm going through. But I want to make sure that I don't allow what I'm going through to stop your sunshine, to stop your joy. Because maybe a word of encouragement from me can help you even when I'm going through. Because one thing I have to understand is that it's not about me. And that's the hardest part, saints. That it ain't about us. So whilst we're having a pity party and keep putting the pacifier back in our mouth, Take the pacifier out of your mouth, quit crying, and get up and go forth in the things of God. Because this right here, he don't need no whips. He don't need no crybabies. You're not on milk anymore. You're on meat. There are people behind you. There are people that's watching you. It's people that need you. So if you're in a rut, and if you're crying and can't get up, how are you going to help somebody else up? And you call yourself a leader? But behind closed door, you a crybaby? Uh-uh. You got to be thick-boned, thick-skinned in the world. You got to be on me. Glory to God. But there are people that can't bear your joy. They can't bear your happiness. They, they, they envy you just coming in the room being happy. So what they do is they're trying to, they're, they're trying to send a, a, they're trying to send a, a, a boomerang to try to um, distract you and, 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 and try to turn your mood. See, that's when you give people control over you, when you allow people to control your mood and control how you feel. That's why you can't, you have to forgive people. You, you can't walk in unforgiveness because what happens is when you walk in a place, in that place, that person that you haven't forgiven, your whole mood gonna change. So they are controlling on how you react because they're in that room. So that's why you gotta forgive. Amen? See, the morsel that has eaten shall now vomit up and lose their sweet words. Amen? Nine. Speak not in the ears of a fool, for he will despise the wise at thy words. Remove not the old landmark and enter not into the fields of the fatherless, for the Redeemer is mighty. He shall plead their case with thee. Apply thy heart into instruction, and thy ears to the words of knowledge. Hallelujah. I'm going to go ahead and read the rest, and then we're going to come and take a scripture by scripture, and then we're going to get up out of here. Hallelujah. Let me see how much time that I got. Hallelujah. 
Okay, good. I'm on good timing. We'll get this in about 10, 15 minutes, I promise you. Because this is what I've been talking about. Guess what? It's already what's written. Amen. 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 Okay, so come on. Let's do it. 13. Withhold not correction from the child. For thus beat him with the rod, he shall not die. That shall beat him with the rod and shall deliver his soul from hell. My son, if thy heart be wise, my heart shall rejoice, even mine. Yea, my rules have rejoiced when thy lips speak right things. Let not thy heart envy sinners, but thou in the fear of the Lord all the day long. Did you hear what that says? It says, let not thy heart envy sinners. Why are we envying sinners? And I ain't just talking about those people that say not say. Don't you know we sinners in the church? Hey, <laughs> even though we all look to be righteous, God working on all of us. So those that's envying people that's in the church that say, "Glory to God, we all sinners. We fall short of the glory, but we don't have a license to see it." I'm not telling you to sin. You bet not. That's why you better fear the Lord so that the fear of the Lord can stop you from doing what's evil and what do what's right. But we, hallelujah, let not that heart and be sinners. That could have been saints, hallelujah, because we envy one another. We do. We envy one another. We envy one another's ministry. We envy one another's church. We envy one another members. We envy one another's giftings, glory, honor, anointing. And that's not of God. That is not of God. Because first of all, the price that was paid for the anointing. You don't want to walk in shoes that's not for you. Because you may not make it. Why would you want to work in somebody else's mess? See, People only show you what's good on the outside. They ain't going to show you everything else. So if you want to take on what you think is good on the outside, but when you see that inside, hey, you're going to be like, you know what, you can have that. You can have that. You know what? I ain't even envying you. I ain't jealous of you. You know what? You go ahead because I don't want to deal with that one. <laughs> go ahead. See, that's what I'm saying. You don't know what people dealing with. But you see it on the outside. You see them looking good. You see them driving good. You see that church and all that and all that. Big. You see all that. Oh, see, that's the enemy. He dangles all that. But do you really know what they're going on through on the inside? Do you know, know when they leave the pulpit what hell they really have to face? So that's why don't envy sinners. Don't envy us. Saints. Unbelievers. Believers, hallelujah. Be thou, we need to fear the Lord all the day long. For surely there is an end, and thy expectation should not be cut off. Thank you, Lord. Hear thou, my son, and be wise, and guide thy heart in thy way. Be not among, no one know the price we have to pay for the mantle that we carry and walk in. You better say that, apostle. Hallelujah. And then, oh, Jesus. Be surely, this I love this, for surely there is an end, and that expectation should not be cut off. So whatever you expecting by faith and walking in faith, guess what? It ain't going to be cut off. 
Hear thou, my son, and be wise, and guide thy heart in thy way. Be not among wine bibbers, among brightest eaters of the flesh. That's the word. Drinkers, drunkers. I'm not, I'm not judging nobody because God delivered me from all of this. But what I'm saying is that if we don't want to be back, see, God will use us to minister to even those that's dealing with that. And guess what? Because the anointing and because God delivered us, God will use us to speak a word and God will break that addiction. So that's why you should never have a judgmental spirit of what anybody is going through because just because God has brought you out of it, you have to move gracefully because it's only by God's grace that you are delivered out of that. So I'm not telling you to, to get into that and be among them. But what I am saying, when God gives you every chance to minister to them, allow the Spirit of God to break whatever it is on them. Hallelujah. He, um, it says, for the drunken and the glutton shall come to poverty and drown and dr uh, dr um, drowsiness shall clothe a man with rags. Hearken to your father. Hearken to the father that begat thee, and despise not the mother when she is old. So boys and girls, women and men, we need to what? Honor our mother, honor our father. See, it does not stop. Even us that's 40 and 50, if our parents are still living, we need to honor them. See, we don't get too old to honor our mother and father. I don't care how old you are and you got children, you still got to honor that mother and that father. But out of respect, you should also honor that mother and that father that God sent spiritually to you as well. But you should also honor those elders, glory to God. Because if there's an elder around you, you should honor them as well. You should respect them. See, back in our day, it had to be yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, yes, sir, no, sir. Um, I'll help you carry that. I'll open the door. You know, we, we did those type of things. We dare not say no. We dare not not open the door. We dare not talk back. We dare not not say yes, ma'am, or yes, sir. We dare not. But nowadays, hey, they don't even say yes. They idea them. Hallelujah. By the grace of God, my son, they still say yes, ma'am. No, sir. And they always say, my mom. I say, well, I'm both of y'all, mom. <laughs> they make a personal word. My mama said, I'm like, wait a minute, I gave birth to both of y'all. My mama said, they always said that growing up, but they still say, my mama said, my mama said, so they got me as their own mama, but I may say mama. Hallelujah. <laughs> I love them. I love y'all. Y'all say how God bless y'all. Amen. It says, hearken to that father begat their mother, despise not the mother when she is old. Buy the truth and sell it not. Buy the truth and sell it not. You know, we 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 know the story between um, Jacob and his brother. Come on now, we know the story. Hallelujah. I'm not serving. Sold his birthrights. Hallelujah. Come on. Mm. By truth and selling not, also wisdom and instruction, understanding. The father of the righteous shall greatly rejoice, and he that begotten a wise child shall have the joy of him. Amen. That father and that mother shall be glad. Yes, Lord. And she that bear thee shall rejoice. Yes, Lord. I know. Hallelujah. I receive it. It's coming in. Habasaka. Brosaka. My son, give me that heart and that eyes. Observe my ways. For a whore is a deep ditch, and a strange woman is a narrow pit. 
She also lied in the way as for a prey and increased the transgression among men. Wine bites. Who have woe? Who has sorrow? Who have contentious? Who have babbling? Who have wounds without cause? Who have greatness of eyes? That they tarry long at the wine, and that they go seek mixed wine. Look not they upon the wine when it is red, when it give it its color in the cup, when the moon is alright. At the last it bite like a serpent and sting like an adder. Come on now, because that alcohol will sneak up on you. You say, I ain't going to be drunk. I ain't drinking a long time. I'm only going to have a little bit. Let me tell you something. You ain't drinking a long time. Even if you have a little bit, you won't still be intoxicated. Why? Because you ain't had it in your system, so your body's going to react and you won't be drunk. I don't care. You ain't drinking in a long, long time. It, it caused that. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. It says, um, it says, look not there upon the wine when it's red, when it's given its color in the cup, when it moves itself upright. At the last, it bite like a serpent and sting like an adder. That eye shall behold a strange woman. See, that's what that does. Next thing you know, you commit adultery. Next thing you know, you fornicated. Next thing you know, you, you perversion. You're in the bed with the same man or the same woman. See, all of these type of things, glory to God, when we get into drugs, when we get into alcohol, when we get into all of these things that's outside of the will of God, it allows us to go into other territories and high places of darkness. Amen. The spirit of perversion and all of those things that sometimes it cannot even let go of us because when you cross over into the spirit of perversion, it takes such a stronghold over you that it's not easy for you to come out of that. That's why the spirit of homosexuality is not a spirit that's easy for those to outcome that because it deals with their spiritual identity as well as, as rejection and abandonment and hurt in their past childhood, which they were confused and alive from any from Satan was put in their mind saying that they were born this when God created them to be that. So now they believe a lie, but they have been tapping over in the spirit of darkness and high places and rulers and kings in the heavenlies of darkness to where now it's a, such a stronghold. Because if you ever notice anybody that deals with the spirit of perversion or the spirit of homosexuality, glory to God, you can see the spirit hovering over them because their skin get real dark. Hallelujah. It's like a shadow glory that comes over them. But then you can really see the pureness in their heart where they're struggling with it, where they want to come out. But because it's such a stronghold glory, it's only the love of God that's going to get them out of that because no matter what, we give them the truth. We let them know God did not put Adam in Adam and Steve, hallelujah, but he put Adam and Eve, amen. And we give them the word, but we do it in love and we allow the word of God to work it. We don't dodge in it because it's a lie and it's a lie from Satan. But the truth is, God did not create you to be that way. God created you to be fearfully and wonderfully made to be in a healthy marriage with a, if you're a woman, with a man, and if you're a man, with a woman, glory to God. But it's not what we say, it's how we say it. It is the love through our action, hallelujah. That's going to bring them to draw them in so that it's the word. See, it's only going to be the word of God that's going to break that spirit. Amen. That spirit is a stronghold. Hallelujah. So that's why it's saying that all of this type of stuff happened. See, it even says that I shall behold strange women and that heart shall utter perverse things. See, we're talking about the spirit of perversion. I know what I'm saying in the Bible because the Holy Spirit is speaking. Hallelujah. Yea, thou shalt be as thou lie down in the midst of the sea, or as he that lie upon the top of a mast. They have struck me, they have said, and I was not sick. 
They have beaten me and I felt it not. When shall I wait? I will seek it yet again. Amen and glory to God. Hallelujah. So we're closing right on up. Glory to God. Amen. But it's one of the things that says, remove not the old landmark and enter not into, no, not that one. Okay, apply that heart into instruction and their ear to the words of wisdom, 23 and 12, hallelujah. That lets us know that our hearts have to have a desire to learn. Our hearts have to be teachable. We want to be learnable. We want to be able to always listen to wisdom. Never get to a place in life where we could not uh, hear, hallelujah. You know, one thing I love about dad, hallelujah, he's 70 years old, and he's full with the Holy Ghost, the word of knowledge, even speak Hebrew and Greek, glory to God, but he's always have an ear open to hear, hallelujah, his children, and he get a word of wisdom from us, hallelujah, he don't take it to where he have arrived, where because he said, because really, if you really want to know, being 70, you just don't become 70 like that, with no, and end up with no wisdom, hallelujah, he's full of wisdom, but he still have an ear to hear wisdom, even through the children, hallelujah, so we should never get to a place, no matter what status, we may be a pastor, a teacher, or a, whatever the case may be, never get to a place where you can't hear the Spirit of God speak to you. You may, even though they may not have on a clergy, glory to God, but wisdom may not have a clergy on, but wisdom may be in their character to where God can use whoever he want to use, amen, hallelujah, God can use whoever he want to use to speak wisdom, so we must learn to stay in a place to where we can listen to words of knowledge and turn on our understanding to make sure that we're able to keep that in our heart, amen, because the knowledge is the application of the information that's been given to where we can apply it for our everyday life, amen, and then it goes on to say, withhold not correction from a child. For if that beateth him with the rod, he shall not die. That shall beat him with the rod, he shall not deliver his soul from hell. That means that we should not overlook the things that our children do. We should be able to speak truth to them and be able to not um, let them get away with things that we know that can damage them far out in life. See, a lot of times we think it's cute when our kids is cussing and our kids is dancing to this type of music, but what we're doing is we're opening the door of Satan into their lives at a young age, and then the next thing you know, they're selling drugs, and the next thing you know, they're doing these things in school, so that's why you gotta be careful. You gotta hold and bury them up, even as they're a child, amen, and keep them covered, because those things when you allow those things to come into their hearing and into their eye gate and their hearing and into their mind and into their heart, it begins to change them. It begins to mold them into that, that the, the, to become that type of product in that environment. And see, whatever environment that you're in, you become it. So that's why we got to make sure that we protect the product, which is our child in the environment that's in so that it won't be affected, hallelujah, but that it can be effective, hallelujah. So that's why we got to continue to train them. We got to punish them. We got to, we gotta, you know, back in the day, my grandma, she made us stand in the corner, even though that may be a little strict to everybody, but she didn't always whoop us with a belt because sometimes whooping is not always the case. Maybe it's how we talk to our children, it's how we sit them down and how we go, you know, talk to them and get through a situation. I remember when my children were being raised, glory to God, being a single mom. Hallelujah. You know they dad, they help. Hallelujah. 
um, financially, but I'm talking about being in the household 24 with your children, hallelujah, by the grace of God, he helped. God helped me in that as well with my mom. But I remember like when my children would do things and some of the things that um, they would do, uh, by the grace of God, I mean, um, being self-employed when my children were coming up in elementary and high school, thank God to that, because after I came out of the corporate world, I was working um, independently. So that means that I was working at my own business, so I, I, had, I was able to make up my own hours. So I was able to participate in a lot of things in my children's education and the school activities. But I remember sometimes when my children would act up, you know, kids, children, they have two masks. They have a mask for their parents, and then they got a mask for outside. Amen. So that's why I never put nothing over them. I never say, oh, but that ain't my child. Because I know that they can act one way with me, but when they get away from me, they got another face. Hallelujah. So they couldn't they couldn't get that one over me. And they used to always say to me, Mama, you got eyes in the back of your head. But they didn't know I had discernment. Amen. I didn't know I had discernment because I wasn't saved all the way back then. Hallelujah. But God gave me discernment at a young age. Hallelujah. So I would discern things that they were doing. And they would always say, Mom, you got eyes in the back of your head. How did you know that? But it was a discernment that I didn't know that I was walking in. Hallelujah. Because I wasn't spiritually sound. Amen. But God always gave me that wisdom to have an ear to hear. And, and to say that when, when they used to do things and the school would call me, I would go right up to the school, sing in school with them. They used to be so mad. Like, oh, you got to sit in class with us? Yeah. Because until you get this right. Now, I didn't raise you like this. And now your locker look like that. Your bedroom don't even look like that. Y'all get up in the morning, they make up their bed, they hang up their clothes in the closet after they wash their clothes, everything is organized, hallelujah. So you come to school and your locker look like this. At home, your room don't look like this. At home, you, you do chores every week. So you gonna come to school and let them know, come on, we're gonna clean out this locker right now. So they were so he was they were so embarrassed because they'd be right out there when the bell rings, the kids would come out there and see him be laughing until you can get this right. And then if they would do something, one of the um, strategies God gave me was instead of me putting them in a the corner, hallelujah, because they was getting older, I couldn't whoop them. Boys, come on now. Me. So God would tell me, like my one son, he got caught lying in school. So when he came home, I made him read the book of James. And then he had to write 500 times, I will not lie. Then after he read the book of James, he had to write two paragraphs on what the book was, was about and how he compared to what his situation was, how what makes him, what made him um, lie, and then what should he do the next time so that he won't lie and get himself in trouble. So th that is what broke them. Hallelujah. That's the strategy that God gave me for them to do that. Instead of saying, I will not sit, I will know, I will not lie. Because the Bible says, and that's what they would have to write 500 times. So it wasn't one line. So it was two to three lines. So it would take up maybe about a whole pack of notebook paper. Amen. Or if they doing something wrong and my son playing sports because he's an athlete. Amen. If his grades weren't right, they'd say, here comes Ms. Tidwell. She coming out on the field. And he would have to sit down again, even though he was one of the best players. He would sit out. They would be mad. I don't care. If his grades is not right, he's not playing. Because I had to make sure that I disciplined them. Because if I did not discipline them in that matter, when they grew up, they would just be any kind of way. Amen? So that's why 
know, we still have to discipline our children, and it's how we discipline them. We don't always have to whoop them, and, but we don't allow them to holler at us. We let them know, like, who are you calling? Excuse me? Hallelujah? Now, don't, you can't let them do all that. See, that's the other thing, and the next thing you know, they call the police on you. Uh-uh. That's why you got to train them up now. Hallelujah? Amen. So we just give God the glory. I believe that I've, I've covered pretty much. Hallelujah. And it says, Let not thy heart any sinners, but thou in the fear of the Lord all the day long. For surely there is an end, and thy expectation shall not be cut off. Proverbs 23, 17 and 18. Amen. So a lot of times it seems like sinners, us. Hallelujah. I told you that we fall short of God's glory. So it ain't just the unbelievers, it's us. So we, so we envy one another. Y'all, we should not envy one another. In the body of Christ, we envy one another. We envy one another. We, 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 we envy each other because we see that, oh, they're prospering. Hallelujah. We're but the thing is, you, you don't know what they have been through. You don't even know what they're going through to keep up. See, people right now, they're just keeping up with the Joneses. You don't know that. But they're keeping up to keep up. But really, in reality, it's a struggle. Okay, let me help somebody. You have a nice, big, beautiful house, which is nothing wrong with that. But you paying a four thousand dollar mortgage. You're praying every month, Lord, let me make it. And not only for a mortgage, but everybody else just see this big, beautiful house. And when they come over, you serving everybody like everything is good and dandy. But at the end of the month, you ain't just got that four thousand dollar bill. You got off the electric. You got the, the real estate taxes. You got the water. You got to have food. Come on now. So people don't see that struggle. It's nice. It's big. You, yeah, you you got real good hospitality. So that's what I'm trying to say. So that's what I'm saying. We we got a good come. But at the end of the day, we don't know what they're going through. So please do not envy sinners. Don't envy one another. Don't envy the saints, the unbelievers. Hallelujah. We must keep our eyes on the Lord, teaching us all His way. Amen. We must continue to reverence Him. Amen. We must continue to make sure that our eyes stay on the right paths of righteousness for his name's sake. We must allow our living to be in him. Not to be take notice of nobody else and how they are living. Turn the mirror on ourselves. Take the speck out of our own eye. Amen? Because there is an end. And the end is heaven. So you better get your life right. You better work at your own soul's salvation. You better stay on your own path that leads to God, not the path that leads to me. Hallelujah. Not the path that leads to him, but the path that leads unto God. Because that's the path that's going to get you into heaven. That's the path that's going to get you to eternity. Amen. See, we must understand that discipline gives us the right motivation. Hallelujah. It allows us to make sure that we are doing it in a manner that it is also springing forth love. Amen? That we are proud of our children, that we're loving them, that we're speaking life into their life. We are telling them that we're proud of them, that we love them. Not that you're going to be just like your daddy. You're going to be just like your mama. You know what? When you act like that, when you do that, you look like your... No, when we say those type of things, that, that's negative because they begin to believe that because they've only heard negative things maybe about their father or negative things about their mother. So now they're growing up with this negativity in their mind. So we have to make sure that we are speaking life into their life. Amen? We must make sure that we're speaking blessings over them. 
Because when we're speaking life and blessings over them, wisdom is increasing their righteousness and their knowledge. Amen? And the joy of the Lord is growing greater and greater within them. Now they are becoming and knowing who they are in Christ. They're able to walk in their spiritual identity without wavering. Hallelujah. So at the end of the day, God loves us. Amen? Hallelujah. So y'all, stay away from that stuff that, 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 that's destructive. That stuff that causes you to do perverse things. Drunkenness, drinking, addiction, smoking, all those things that can cause the body to break down. Ask God. God will deliver us. God will deliver you. Hallelujah. He will deliver us. Amen. I know it. He delivered me. He delivered me, took it up. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Every day I thank God. I could have lost my mind. I could have been any and everything but God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. So that's why we want to make sure that we stay conscious. See, when we are conscious, that means that we have none of that in our system. Amen. We don't want to be unconscious. Hallelujah. Because we ain't going to notice nothing. We're going to allow the enemy to slide up in there. And take our life. Amen. And everything is going to go blank. Amen. And we ain't going to even know nothing. He's going to beat us. Hallelujah. But the devil is alive because the Lord is not going to allow him to do that. Amen. Amen. And, 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 and I'm going to leave you with this. And it definitely, the hangovers in it ain't worth it. I don't know about you, but when God delivered me, I was thanking God for not having the hangovers. Just the hangovers was too much. Amen. But guess what? We were so stupid back then, we'd be back drinking again. Amen. See, y'all, I'm telling y'all, God is good. Hallelujah. So I'm telling y'all, God is good. So we're going to go ahead and close it on up. Amen. God bless you. God keep you. I know today just been a great day in the Lord. We've learned a whole lot. Amen. And I said that we're going to close it on now because we're starting our prayer marathon right now. So dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for this word. Allow this word to follow who good ground in the mighty name of Jesus as we come back once more. Let your will be done only by your will, God, if you allow us to see another day. God, I thank you for your wisdom. I thank you for deliverance. I thank you for the truth. I thank you for your word that has been manifested on this evening. I thank you, God, that our minds have been renewed, reformed, and transformed. Now we're able to transition into position in order to fulfill your purpose and destiny. And God, we give you the glory. We give you the honor. Oh, God, we just thank you, Holy Spirit, for showing us, speaking through me, through to me, to us, the truth. Because the truth shall set us free. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God. And again, thank you for joining us on the Grace Prayer Ministry, where our overseer is Pastor Joe L. As the Lord, God bless you, man of God. God bless you and you and you and you and you and you and you. And guess what? We'll be back here on tomorrow. Glory to God. Same time, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Day 24, chapter 24, the wise man's strength, glory to God. Amen. Amen. So, y'all, we're going to be ready for Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And I believe we get somewhere with this 31-day journey in Proverbs. Amen. You know what? God bless you. I love you. And I love you to life. And guess what? You can't do nothing about it. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God. Bye-bye.